This is episode 110, and I'm talking to Claire Alvera Wu all about handling the pressures of social media. Welcome to the Content Queen podcast. I'm your host, Mariah, entrepreneur, featured writer, and storyteller in the Best Holistic Life magazine and founder of Content Queen. I'm here to teach you how to share your unique story, create content, and market your business with strategy through the channels that work for you. Each week, I'll deliver a story to help you connect to a powerful strategy around marketing, business, and content creation. I will also be joined by amazing souls and entrepreneurs who are here to share their own story along with actionable steps to help you create your business to a whole new level through amazing storytelling, powerful aligned marketing, and content strategy. Let's do it. Hello, everyone. Hope you're having an amazing week, an incredible journey, experience, all the things. I have been reflecting on this episode a lot because I think I don't think I've done anything like this before and it's funny how I've transitioned and gotten all these guests and it's a really nice blend of people with amazing stories and then also those that have great tips and shared experiences to share with you guys. So I think this one is really interesting talking about anxiety and pressures of social media. This is something that I have sort of seen with this transition of Instagram especially and how there's new updates happening and everyone's like, oh my God, this is super overwhelming. I did a video, I'll actually um, link it. Uh, It's on my content, my Mariah page, Mariah underscore content queen page. I'll um, just link my profile because I don't know if the video will be out by the time I edit this. But um, I did a story all about, you know, how picking the right channels and being very purpose-led with where we create, where we shop and what each channel will do for us is really important, not just for our overall strategy, but for our own mental health. Like just reflecting on this episode with Claire and then just the content that I've been creating around finding your own channel, there is so much overwhelm with like, we have to be here, we have to be there, we have to do this, we have to do that. You know, we have to show up more, show up less, you know, um, we compare ourselves to others and they're the core focus of this episode, the pressure around showing up and the daunting experience of that, the pressure of not showing up enough and the pressure of comparing ourselves with others. So I feel like social media has created this and I feel it's up to us and our own mindset to flip the script and use these actionable steps that Claire shares. So Claire is a holistic business and mindset coach She's a physiotherapist and movement expert by trade. After 15 years healing from toxic family and society, she was able to succeed in multiple ventures and investments. In her business coaching, she blends in her expertise in body and movement so that her clients can make their business, take their business to the next level without overwhelm and burnout. Let's hear from Claire and her tips around the pressures of social media and business. Welcome, Claire, to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Please, before we kick off, tell everyone who you are and what you do. Hey, guys. Hey, Maria. Thank you for inviting me to the podcast. I'm so grateful to be here. Um, my name is Claire Alvaro-U. I'm a holistic business and mindset coach. So I help multi-passionate entrepreneurs to take their business to the next level uh, without overwhelm and burnout. Amazing. 
So good. I love it. So we all have a story. We all have a reason why we started and we have this origin around, you know, what we do. So what is the reason that you started your business and what is your story and how did you get to where you are today? I'd love to know your origin story. Yeah, so um, it can be a bit lengthy. I hope that's, <laughs> that's all right. Um, and I talk a lot, but if I'm off track, you let me know. Um, so, yeah, I, I was born in Taiwan um, and I lived in the US, Finland and Singapore. And, yeah, I... I've always wanted to have my own business when I was younger and it was just never allowed from my family. So my parents uh, were very controlling um, when I was young. So they decide the degree that I study, they decide who I hang out with, you know, my commute and my hobbies, my study. So I was just never allowed to, you know, to have my own business when I was was at the age I think it was like 15 mm-hmm. to 18 I always wanted to have my business and yeah it was just not allowed mm. so so at 18 I left home so I left home I started traveling um and studying as well so that's why I, I was in the states I was in Finland and I went to Singapore um so throughout the time I was just like self-employee mm-hmm. uh, teaching clinical pilates and i i was also uh, a physiotherapist um and in my head i i was thinking about my business all the time but i kept stumbling on obstacles so i kept getting in my own way um with like anxiety depression mm-hmm. and perfectionism i had a lot of fears and self-doubts so every time i wanted to do my business like the fears comes up doubts come up and then I start doing it but then I get overwhelmed and I stop Mm -hmm. and I think that has happened to a lot of us when we first started our business um and later I got burnout in my uh, physiotherapy career so I started to work with like therapists um, coaches and mentors and they really changed my my careers and changed my worldviews and changed my life. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. And I guess like, you know, there's, there's so many elements of your story and, and, you know, what were some of the businesses that you wanted to start or had, did you always want to go into mindset coaching? Had you always worked with, um, you know, anxiety and, and mental health or did you just fall into it from your own experience? Um, I fell into it from my own experiences so Mm -hmm. yeah because when I was 15 I was very depressed and very anxious and I didn't know why so I started reading books I the first personal development book that I read was how to stop stop Mm self-sabotaging and yeah it it really helped me Um, and then after that I think when I was at age 18, I started doing therapy. So, you know, I was seeing um, a therapist on like twice per week basis. So it was pretty bad with my anxiety and depression. Um, and that really helped me because they were the one that encouraged me to not to walk out or left my family, but it's more like to change an environment 
and mm-hmm. to see different parts of the world in order to grow. And I had that desire to, to grow and to thrive as well. And so throughout that time, you know, those 15 years you know, with my family and then traveling, I have been just really immersing myself in, you know, psychotherapy and, and books and personal development. Mm-hmm. And they have really broadened my horizons and able to see things differently. So mm-hmm. that's how I got really into, you know, mindset coaching and then later business coaching um, because I was struggling a lot with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was having a lot of you know, blocks and a lot of obstacles. So I, it's almost like I, I read because I want to overcome that problems. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so the, the coaching business was really unexpected because it was from my personal development journey uh, and my journey healing the, the past trauma from my family. Um, and during that time, actually, I had actually a lot of business ideas. I was like, um, maybe a Pilates studio, maybe um, e-commerce. I was already into e-commerce at the time. And maybe I was like, oh, maybe a salon, maybe a hospital. <laughs> I was thinking to build my own hospital. It was very funny. Like when you're young, you're like, you dream, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, so there was a lot of ideas, but when I proposed my family the idea, you know, when I was younger, they were all like, you know, I would just, just want you to study, want you to get into medicine, we want you just to work for someone, yeah, mm-hmm. because they always tell me you're not going to succeed doing this or doing that, and we're not mm-hmm. going to fund you, you know, you're, you're not going to get there because no one else in our family does that, you know, so mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I guess, um, you know, credit to you for everything you've been able to achieve because that's amazing, especially with that mindset work and just being able to overcome a lot of those obstacles. So the topic that we are talking about today is, you know, social media being, you know, this is more content marketing, marketing, so social media, but then bringing in your expertise around, you know, your your mindset, um, anxiety and really handling this pressure around social media can you just firstly share I guess your experience with social media and how you think it's impacted you in the past yeah so uh, before I started my business I was not really on social media and also because I was self-employed as a physio and Pilates teacher so I was barely on social media I only use it to uh, connect with friends and, you know, learn a few things here and there on Instagram or LinkedIn. So mm-hmm. I, I just um, not, I really hadn't used it to its maximum capacity. But then when I started my business four years ago, I started using, you know, Instagram and Facebook. Um, and yeah, I, I started to dislike, almost like hated it. Mm-hmm. Because I was looking at other people, I was looking at other coaches, and I was really focusing on the you know comments and likes and followers and all that stuff. And yeah, at a point where I just don't, en- I didn't enjoy it anymore. Mm. So that's that's what happened when I first started. Mm. Mm. Oh, it it just happens to a lot of it, and there's always I think we go through waves, right? Of yeah. um. And I can see myself going down that spiral of, you know, feeling the pressure or 
feeling like you're not doing enough, when you start looking at a lot of people's content, you get that feeling in your stomach. And instead of like taking, removing yourself from social media, you actually go down further and further and further. So I think, you know, taking yourself away from it can be really hard when you're, you're scrolling, you're looking, and then it comes part of your job, right? You become Mm. a a content creator as well as an entrepreneur, because you create Mm. content around your business. But when it's actually not lighting you up, you start to then really feel the effects of social media that we've read about or we've watched in documentaries um, about the the dangerous impacts of social media. So I guess like, thank you for sharing your story. I know we all can relate um, around that sort of social media pressure and, and comparing ourselves with others. So I guess that can lead us into a bit more of an actionable step and a takeaway from this podcast episode And I want to go into three different types of, I guess, things we feel from social media and would love for you to shed some light. The first one is how can we all learn to handle the anxiety of actually showing up online? When we first get started, I'm sure you felt the same, showing our face, showing up, creating content. How can we first overcome that obstacle of creating content and the anxiety around what would people think, you know, all those sort of things that go through our head? Yeah. Yeah, that's something that I um, that I believe all of us have gone through when we when we decide to go online. Um, I think first of all, accepting that you know this is normal. Um, being online, showing up on social media, whether it's a photo or on the camera, you're doing almost like a public speaking. Mm. And yeah, and it's very normal to feel anxious and stressed when you're even like public speaking, even, even if it's online, even you're just talking to your camera, um, it can feel quite uh, intimidating. And yeah, accepting that it is normal at mm. the start, uh, that will help you to recognize, you know, everyone's going through this and it's not just me. So mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I'm not suffering or I'm not feeling this alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think practice speaking, uh, in front of the mirror will really help you. It's, it's, it's just pop. I would say it's really like public speaking. So when you're speaking to people around the world, Mm -hmm. um, so practice what you want to say in front of the mirror and look in yourself in the mirror and just, yeah, imagine you're, you're talking to a friend when you're looking in the mirror Mm-hmm. And then gradually bring that when when you're doing any live or any webinar, any workshops, just so you're just showing up on social media. When mm-hmm. you're just doing your live and your videos, just look like a camera as if it's your friend. So you're yeah. speaking to a friend and that would ease off that sort of anxiousness and stress and mm. offload that a little bit. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, and the third one is just to have fun, really. Because yeah. when, when I first started, I actually started YouTube, actually. <laughs> and oh my gosh, I had a YouTube coach. Uh, I was so stressed. <laughs> and my YouTube coach can see my stress from my video. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, she was like, Claire, like, are you stressed? Are you afraid that you speak something wrong? Are you, are you reading your lines? Are you like memorizing something? And I was like, how did you know? And the thing is, the camera and the photo captures everything, especially the, the video. The video captures everything. So yeah. when you're anxious and stressed, like each, it actually will go through your camera and it will show to your audience. Mm. Yeah, so it's really important to 
um, do some activity you enjoy before you actually hop on uh, a video or a live, yeah, or mm. showing up online. So that um, your energy and your, I guess, what you bring onto social media actually more matches like who you who you are as a person. Yeah, I love those tips, and I love um, you know just practicing and getting into that habit of. Um, talking in front of the mirror because I've never really thought of comparing it. It is exactly as you say, like a public speaking, except for maybe you can't see that the people. So I guess you don't yeah. associate it with public speaking. So you forget that this this uh, feelings are the same, even though they're exactly the same thing, right? Because you are still talking to an audience. And I love um, I love those tips. And I think at the same time too, you know, for those that are feeling like, oh, why will people care what I have to say or you know, why this, why that, you know, there's definitely people that have heard you before or you've speak, spoken to your friends and they've said, like, this is amazing. You need to tell more mm. people about mm. it. And I think, like, yeah. this is something we need to remember as well. I've been yeah. doing a lot around storytelling and people are like, oh, why does my story matter? Like, no one cares about my story. And it's mm. like someone will relate to it. And I think that's something to remember. And then that I love the point you brought up about you're not in this alone. Like, everyone feels the exact same, you know, whether they've been doing it for 20 years, I mean, not that 20 social media has been around for that long. <laughs> Maybe it has, it would have been. Yeah, of course it has been. But, you know, like the kind of Almost social media that we do, um, yeah. you know, these kinds of things, it's like people um, have built up those skills over time and it becomes natural. Yeah. I mean, my first live that I did, I'm not even kidding, Claire, like I'm shaking, like the camera is shaking, like I'm a mess, <laughs> absolute mess. And it's so funny because like, now, you know, you, you click record and it just becomes second nature, but it takes time. Like even super introverted people, um, extroverted people, sorry, super like outgoing people still feel the exact same. So I, I love you mentioned like you're not the only person that feels like this. Um, I think that's really, really important to remember as well. So yeah, yeah. that leads into my question around the opposite effect how can we handle the anxiety of not showing up online? So this concept of thinking we're not doing enough because I haven't created a story today or I haven't posted to social media today and I've been told I have to. How do we actually handle this? Well, I'm not showing up enough. Yeah, I think that's something we all feel pressured and feel stress on because, mm. you know, the internet operates 24-7 it's always going to be there. Like you can't stop the internet really, unless, you know, recently my <laughs> recently there was a storm and it, it blew up our connection box and I have no internet for five days. <laughs> oh my God, that's the worst. It's another kind of stress, but I, I, work, I was working on my phone. But, um, you know, usually we, we don't run out of internet. So it's, it's going to be there 24-7. So it, it will feel like um, that everyone is on all the time. Mm. it's it's normal it's normal because um because this the feed's gonna keep coming up the the reel is gonna keep rolling and you're gonna find people here and there even on holidays you know on, mm. on especially during christmas and new year i was like i'm gonna be off there and then i keep seeing people and that that gives me that kind of a stress like oh, i'm at the win now <laughs> yes yeah. is this is this uh sufficient is my client's gonna see me so i think um there are a couple of, of tips that you can do um, to overcome that. Um, well, first, first of all, it's people are not there 24 seven. It creates, the internet creates that illusion. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm, 
I'm telling you, people are definitely not on there 24-7. And in fact, a lot of really big accounts, really, um, you know, pe- really successful coaches or other other entrepreneurs uh, with a large following, they they are barely on social media. Mm. They're barely on social media. Um, so I think, first of all, is to stick to your content planning. Um, so whatever content marketing plan that you have in place, stick to that. Mm. If you're posting, you know, every other day or every day, stick to that. Don't overdo it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because if you have a plan in place, it's it's going to work. And you have just got to trust it's going to work and you can measure the, the metrics. So the second one I would say is, you know, measure metrics that really matters. Mm. Instead of like this person's reels, how much they post, how much they show up, more like look at the metrics that like, for example, the conversion rate, for example, yeah. impression, for example, the clicks. Mm-hmm. I would say really focus on those metrics that's going to help you in your business instead of like, you know, followers or of course it will help at some degree, but it's not the key indicator of who actually buy your product. Mm. Um, so I would say, yeah, really look at the, the metrics that that works and set benchmark to each of them. So set a benchmark, meaning that I'm going a bit too, if it's too detailed, let me no, know. No, this, this is perfect. This is perfect. Because I'm a business coach. So <laughs> I, would, I would say, you know, the numbers, you got to look at it. Is your conversion, mm-hmm. are you setting it at the right benchmark? Mm-hmm. You know, you're not like overdoing because some people, they have a really high conversion rate, which they're never able to reach like 10%. That doesn't make sense. So yes, have a benchmark that works so you can know what the industry averages it and set mm-hmm. it as a goal for your on the quarter or annual goal um and yeah yeah the yeah. last one is last but not least um define what is enough for you mm. i think this is something i always tell people even in business you've got to define what's enough what's good enough you know what's consider mm. good for me so mm. if you're showing up on social is it every other day once a day is enough is it every day is it one reel a day or is it one photo a day it doesn't have to be uh, because a lot of I used to have an Instagram coach it was funny like I thought I have to be like her because she's a content creator so she always show up on on uh, videos and mm-hmm. photos with her stories and and it gives me so much anxiety in the way that I feel I need to show up every day with photos and videos, but it actually doesn't have to be like that. Like you see some influencers, some entrepreneurs, they show up just once a day and mm-hmm. that's enough. That's making the impact. That's making the audience know that they're there and they yeah. interact with the content. Um, so it's, it's a matter of, yeah, understanding what's enough for you and set that standard there and, you you know that's enough when you hit that goal Mm. I love that that's amazing because I think and it's it's the same as like defining success or what is enough it's a different metric for everybody and for example if yeah you're watching a content creator create so much content that is like because they're teaching content creation, right? Yeah, and also, exactly. you, you don't know if they have a team behind them. They Like, there's so oh, many yes. different elements yes. that you just yes. don't know. So it's like, okay, how can I just make it enough for me and how can I just stay in my own lane? And I did a, a reel on Content Queen the other week and it's like um, how it's my 
goal this year is to be better than I was last year. It's not to be better than someone else's, to be better than the version I was last year. And I think like it's the same with your social media strategy, content marketing strategy. It's just like, how can you just make that little 1% change every year to make it better? doesn't mean you have to go above and beyond. You just make those tiny little changes and actually might be less. It might be showing up less mm-hmm. because yeah. then, yeah. for example, like your, you might realize your core strategy is actually networking and word of mouth. So you might mm-hmm. say, okay, I'm going to focus more intention on networking. And then, so that means I'm going to show up three times less on social media per week to be able to, and then just mm-hmm. knowing the key goal. And as you said, like, this is the key goal, staying in that lane, then yeah. you know, this is my plan. This is my plan, not someone else's plan, but my plan. That's why it's really important to have coaches or um, experts come in and help you set that strategy for you. Mm-hmm. So you stick to that. And I think that definitely helps with the amount of pressure and anxiety that you feel around not showing up enough. And key point you said around like over Christmas, I was the same. I'm like, I'm having a break on over Christmas. And then I saw people showing up and I was like, I mean, I posted stories here and there, but it was just about my holiday. And then I was like, you know what? No, I'm not buying into this this year. I'm not buying into it. I deserve a break. We all deserve time off. Like every one of us do. Just depends when it is for you. It's different for everyone else. Like in the, the US, they don't really have much of a holiday break, but maybe yeah. they take off time in the summer. So it's yeah. it's different. It could be not over Christmas for them, but in the summer for which is our winter in Australia. So yeah. you just, you can't compare that. But I guess the last one that I wanted to touch on was then how do you handle the pressure and the anxiety that comes from comparing ourselves to others online? Yeah, this one is, is a big one that I really stumble upon few years ago so yeah um i think social media is there for us so any media is there for us to compare right so um what i notice is when we are not in the age of social media in the age of media like magazines and televisions we compare to that but because it's not we don't watch it all the time we don't Mm. read it all the time some people do but then so it's it's not that bad i think we're social animals and then if once we are in that environment like for a long time like on social media you can get on there anytime you want and mm-hmm. that comparison increases so um yeah it's it's um that's why it affects your mental health in in a, in a really bad way mm-hmm. it increases you know anxiety and depression and all the other things and that's what i want to say is like um yeah comparison is unavo- unavoidable mm-hmm. uh, but there are some tips that you can do that will help you to um you know take off that pressure and relieve that stress and anxiousness um first is to unfollow account that triggers you mm-hmm. some of the um for example some of my entrepreneur friends who's got this car got this house got this <laughs> you know uh successful another venture and yeah i i had to unfollow it's a good friend but i had to unfollow because it was it was almost like triggering me up to a point where I feel I was just not good enough <laughs> yeah so um and follow the account that triggers you uh temporary that would take that away they'll take that comparison away mm-hmm. you want to follow account that actually inspire you <laughs> yes so I will follow people that are really authentic and yeah in a way that they they're showing up as not just an expert but they're continuously learning and they're very humble. I usually follow people on that. Mm-hmm. And I think the second one is, yeah, find, find your uniqueness. You know, find mm-hmm. your, um, 
find your in business we call it unique value proposition but it has doesn't have to be this uh tongue twisting <laughs> it's just you know understanding that we are different creatures we have different we came from mm. different family mm. we have different background we we learn different things we have different life experiences we have different major setbacks or wins you know that all shape us into a unique human being so it's gonna you are just you and when you show up in the world authentically it's it's almost like because no one is you so you're going to stand out in that way and people who who are attracted to that who recognize you are the ones that's in your tribe that's one that that you might be able to help or they might be able to help them you, you know what i mean it's like mm -hmm. you know find that uniqueness find it's almost like going back to like your, your stories like why why you become the entrepreneur in in the first place why you started this business in the first place and mm -hmm. you know when you um when you tune into that it's it's much easier to stay in your own line and not looking at other people you know wishing that you had that life wishing you had that other you know car clothes um boyfriend whatever <laughs> yeah yeah no i think that's it's definitely um love you know finding your uniqueness or what makes you fabulous and and we had a guest come on talk about your fab factor and not only does that help you when you compare yourself, it helps you market yourself as well because you are able to utilize what makes you unique and talk about that in a really authentic way to yourself. And I love what you touched on about, you know, follow people that inspire you. I also love to follow people that show the bad times as well, not just the good times. Like yeah, I saw a yeah. really interesting story the other week um, of an entrepreneur who said that they managed to buy a house in Mexico and mm. she then did a story and said, I just want you to re remember this was not, I didn't buy this house from my business income. I had savings. So I don't want you to think that I've only been a year and a half full time and I've managed to buy this house in Mexico. It's like I had savings. And I think that is like something really important to even remember is like maybe they're not telling the whole story, but if you follow people that do, that's going to help you as well because like, yes, you get to celebrate their wins and that's awesome. But then you also get to see the really authentic side to them and the full story of why, how they got to where they got to. And that's why I think it's really important to share the full story because then people can relate to you as well because they can see the struggles um, and it can help you with your own pressure of comparing yourselves to others. So thank you um, for those tips. I think it's extremely helpful um, in more ways than one because I think it can just help us in life in general, not just on social media. Um, so the things that we obviously covered was, you know, handling anxiety of actually showing up online and the tips that you had was, you know, just practicing, having fun with it and just trying to do things before you get into that energy space that light you up. Then we had the anxiety of not showing up online. And I love what you said about having your own goals, your own metrics and your own definition of what is enough. I think that was really super helpful. And then the last one, handling the pressure of comparing ourselves, you know, unfollowing the accounts that trigger us, following people that inspire us. And then just like remembering that we are super unique beings and we are unlike anyone else. And I think that's what makes it amazing and exciting. So I guess with the key points, are there anything else that you want people to take away from this episode to help them with, you know, whether they're feeling the pressure of social media and content creation and how they can sort of get just, you know, reset and start this year feeling really good about these channels and using them as a driver, not a hindrance on our lives? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I think we, we get to carry away on the the service or the superficial things. That's mm. that's what I've been reflecting in this um, Christmas and New Year. Um, and then, you know, my relationship with social media was that, yeah, I think we all get really carried away with the numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is what's, you know, um, a lot of time, and I heard a lot of people get overwhelmed and burn out with, you know, social media, content creations and all that. Um, but the thing is like, why you get into businesses in the first place you know that why that mission or vision it's it's usually about serving other people you know serving them through your product or your Mm -hmm. services no matter what you're doing whether you're a marketer whether you're a coach whether you do e-commerce or other things you know you you want to um focus on your clients focus Mm -hmm. on really you know helping them and focus on the things you want to let them know and just really you know shift that sort of focus of social media is all about you know me 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 you know I I center sort of uh like content but Mm -hmm. yeah the the key here is really in business we want to focus on serving so whatever you're doing even though if you get into uh anxiety trap and showing up online or not doing enough comparing always come back to your why like yeah like I'm here because I want to help more people you know with their contents or with their business or you know solving a problem through a product yeah really just um focus on the serving you know loving your clients Mm -hmm. and yeah the actually the the stress and anxiety will will go away, will relieve quite quickly when you're able to focus on that. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that's what I encourage everyone to do because that's my biggest realization as well. When when I was not having any more fun in my business was like, hang on a second, I didn't get in here to to um to you know hit this number or get this here or get that there. It's more like serving people. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I think it's so true. And just coming back to like this tool, this social media platform is a tool just to help yeah. me get to XYZ. It's not, it doesn't define who you are. It doesn't yeah. make you a certain way. It's just people sharing their story, people sharing their story to help, people sharing how they can help. Like there's, there's different people utilizing it for different reasons. And I think that's something really important to remember that it is just a tool. It's not the whole strategy around your business it's not the reason why it'll be a success or not it is just a tool that gets you there so I think that's a really beautiful way to end the podcast thank you so much Claire for coming on and sharing your knowledge I think it's been amazing chatting to you and I think you have a lot of insights and you know as you're going to tell us you're you know you have multi-passionate Facebook group which I think is um definitely describes who you are as a person and I know there's so many people listening that are super multi-passionate so how can people find you and connect with you and your work with you or or learn from you more yeah so you can find me on Facebook at Claire Alvaro and we have a community for multi-passionate entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. um and yeah I will uh, link in the show notes yes yeah so you can also find me on Instagram, but I'm not that all there often. It's also claire.elvera.u. Amazing. Well, yes, follow Claire on Facebook. Check out her Facebook group. 
And um, yeah, thank you again for joining and sharing your amazing knowledge. I've loved chatting with you. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Okay, I love that. I took so much away from that and just reflect on that from my own perspective. And then, as I said, thought about it with this pressure of the new updates to Instagram, showing up here, showing up there, doing less, doing more. Like there's just so much that goes on. And I think I love the key takeaways for me is just knowing your own uniqueness, defining what's enough for you, and then working from that place and not comparing yourself and staying in your own lane. I think that's something I've definitely learned in business, marketing, all those things. So this was a really nice episode, not so much on the, here's the strategies to help your business market. Like I think this is just a holistic approach to marketing your business and doing it from a place that's really authentic to you. I loved it. I loved, you know, the really actionable steps that were taken and given in this episode. And I would love to know, yeah, what come up for you in this. For me, definitely the the changes in social media come up for me because it's just like it's just so much happening and I'm going to continue to do content on this. My messages, my core messages in this business is storytelling and strategy, but then finding the right channel for you. I'm going to do a series in Feb on this from, you know, how telling my own story helped my business and then how there's other platforms out there and just finding your right platform. It could take time. It could take a lot of mistakes, but that is the purpose, right? We learn And imagine how much you're going to learn in this journey. So I think it's just like taking it from that sense um, and not feeling like you need to know it all right now. So in Feb, I've got an amazing guest coming on, Alexa Martinez, talking all about, yeah, her experience, her lived experience, her shared experience and how it's helped her create content. And then I have an amazing um, fitness coach, entrepreneur, Lizette. She was my fitness coach uh, throughout my journey. And she's going to talk about how TikTok really helped her business and how going from a different platform and trying something new just shifted. So I'm excited for those episodes in February. They are going to be super, like I've interviewed one and it's incredible. Like I am so excited for it. So stay tuned for that. And yeah, be a content queen or king and remember that developing your strategy and story develops your business. Thank you so much for joining me today. And please don't forget to share this with all your business and entrepreneurial friends. You can do this by adding it to your Insta stories and tagging me at Content Queen Mariah or just tell them about it. If you rate and review on whatever platform you are listening to this on, it will help me get this podcast out there and share my message. Follow me on Instagram, connect with me on LinkedIn. Let me know if there's any topics you want me to talk about in the future. I'm more than happy to cover them. As you can see, we've got an amazing lineup ahead. Make sure you connect with me and let's chitty chat. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.